Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Morning all. Welcome to Q&A again. Right, straight into it. Right, before we go, um, I've got, I did that job to Liverpool. I'm being, I'm being educated. Um, I'm going to class it. Um, and so I've got to drop that off in Cambridge on Monday morning. And then I've got a job to Edinburgh. So basically, I'm going to go from Cambridge to Hemel, pick the job up, then go to Edinburgh, because it's got to be dropped to the fitters at 9.30. It's not Edinburgh, it's not Edinburgh, I tell a lie, it's Livingstone, which is better for me, because it's less city. Edinburgh can be very one-way, um, and very, no, this road is shut from 10 onwards. Um, but Livingstone, I imagine it'd probably be a little bit easier. Uh, but So my plan is, I'm going to get um, Hemel on board. Uh, by the time I pick Hemel up, I should have eight hours worth of driving time left. So that should get me to Livingston, or if not, as close to Livingstone as possible. So I'm going to be looking for places where I can park the truck that have potentially got, you know, budget hotels which aren't too dear in the Livingstone area. And as usual, I am the most clueless career driver there is out there. So if anybody knows anywhere... I don't want to impinge on anybody. I'm just going to do, you know, I'm just trying to find a little hotel or something like that. So if any suggestions, please stick them in the comments. Like I say, I'm not going to be there till Monday night. So, um, yeah, if you can, we'll be helpful. Right. I went to JCB. Um, yeah. Like I say, Julian Rowe says, FFSP. <laughs> Was that Franz Ferdinand Sparks? I believe that stands for. Um, we post a lot of jobs to a JCB, but we pay waiting fair and square. What I was trying to say, and it's probably in my stumbling manner, it's actually got a lot better to the stage that if I now see postcodes of ST14, I kind of go, okay. Because to be honest with you, they had me from the second I turned up to the second I pulled out of the gate in under an hour and on a truck. That's really good. Well, not really good. Sometimes you can be in and out in 10, 15 minutes. But sometimes hour and 20, two hours, I've been three hours before. If I know I can get in and out in under an hour, fair enough. And there is no waiting time on that. Because on a truck, you give an hour free, hour loading. If you're really unlucky, you spend an hour getting loaded and an hour getting unloaded. So that's if you're really unlucky. Like, but no, honestly, what I'm trying to say is JCB, the, the clickers, the, 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 the thing, the whole thing has got a lot slicker. So maybe guys that didn't do JCB before might want to be a little bit scared about it. Um, as um, Oh, where's my glasses? Oh, upstairs, hang on. Made myself a coffee. Forgot my glasses. My wife says I put my glasses on in the most bizarre manner. She says, you put your glasses on like this. And she says, take them off like that. <laughs> what if you're going to do it? With a panache, doesn't hurt, does it? You know? I'm just getting used to the bins, aren't I? Uh, Godzilla's hog seat now. Um, it says, interesting thought on waiting time. What increments do you charge... I get the first. Um, I get the first hour is suck it up and non-chargeable. After the charging period of forty pound an hour, do you bill them every fifteen minutes? I do. Um, there is that thing that you go, and also I'll be honest with you. Although it's an hour, if it's an hour and twenty minutes, I still don't bother. 
I don't ring them up and go, I've been here for an hour and 20 minutes or an hour and 15 minutes. You have to add another tenner on the job. Because normally with a truck job, you're going to get 250, 300 quid for the job. If, if the job was Mickey Mouse money at the start with, then maybe. But... Um, on the whole, sometimes you go, okay, I was unlucky that time. I had one the other day, I had to deliver into Holland and Merritt. And I'm only, I think I might have said about it, I think I did a video on it, and I only managed to get it half an hour and 20 by going and talking to the staff supervisor. But I run the guy up and said, I ain't going to kick you on it. You've paid enough money. I said, look, we've all got to make a living. It's kind of one of them things, I, I mean, I've done one on waiting time before, but um, it's one of them things you've got, like most things to see, it's kind of an emotional thing. You've got to feel it. You can't just go to the graph and check it out, you know. Um, Koshia Katak says, um, uh, LOL, I was there last week. It wasn't too bad, to be honest. It was out in 45 minutes. Again, it's not that bad. In a van, you've got to be looking, you know, your waiting time goes over 20 minutes. You've got to expect 20 minutes worth of waiting time in a van. Even then... How often do you actually manage to get the whole thing sorted in 20 minutes? 20 minutes is no time at all, like, you know? So, yeah, so not JCB, Julian, trying to put the record straight, mate. If you get ST14s, and particularly if it says we pay the waiting time, and the only time shipper I've rung up, I've been at JCB, I've gone to JCB, I could be here sometime and go, yep, we know, don't worry. Just let us know how long it takes. Um, and they pay. Uh, and London Creative, my mate Nick says, because there was all the diggers behind me, he says, can't you ask to have a go and play while you wait? Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love to have a go, but no, I don't think so. They're very new and I'd probably break them. All uh, right. I also made Liverpool, <laughs> he says with the air quotes again. Um, uh, Nick says, you're outside the Stena Line Ferry Terminal in Birkenhead. I'm in that area, shame I missed you yourself. Yes, I am, and in fairness, now I'm looking, I was putting it, because what happened was the guy said, for the best view of the liver building, go to the ferry terminal and park. Went to pull into the ferry terminal, and it kind of looked like, if I keep going, there's some electric gates, and they're going to go, which ferry are you getting on? I'm like, oh, no, I want to take some pictures. And then there's the other side coming out, there were some police-looking people in high-visibility jackets with long-lined mirrors looking underneath trucks. And when I'm shooting that video, I'm thinking... I'm here in a truck with the hazards on at the entrance to a ferry terminal with a camera in my hand. That probably doesn't look very good. Better do this quick. And then, of course, didn't. Um, <laughs> Benny Hill says, oh, yes, we're all Birkenhead. Um, that clock tower behind you. Admittedly, when on the video I pointed to it, it looks tiny. But when I was there, I could probably see it. I could have put it on one of the Zoom things and flipped the camera over. But I, I was in a hurry, apparently. Um that clock tower behind you. Before 2009, German submarine Type 9 was nearby um, on the pedestal before they moved it to the Museum of Wolsey. Liverpool's waterfront is great. From the Liver building to the end of Otterspool Promenade is seven and a half kilometres along the riverside if you like walking. Um, yeah, that's where, that's where I really want to be. Um, but obviously you can't really it's not so that it's not the kind of place you're going to go when you're in a lorry it's the kind of place where you go for a weekend break away with a wife like you know but um it wasn't just nice to see it i know i'm not there i know i'm not there but the truth of it is i have been to liverpool before but it was like um it's a distribution center drove drive into distribution center, drive out and go oh i've been out. and i thought well that's not what I want to just kind of see it. It's a bit like going, I want to see London Bridge. And then you get to London Bridge and you go, that's not London Bridge. That's rubbish. It's just a bridge. No, you mean Tower Bridge. I just wanted to see it, you know, and I've got to actually see it. I might not have had my feet in Liverpool, but I can see it. And I have had my feet in Liverpool, so I'm, I'm chalking it out as a win. Um, 
Matt Palmer says, um, not far from there. Safe journey south. Thanks, Matt. Uh, Tony Stark says, I hope you aren't classing jerk in a bed as Liverpool, Pete. Didn't know what jerk in a bed was until John Franklin says, sorry to disappoint you, you're not in Liverpool. You're in a little area that no one likes called Birkenhead. Somebody likes it. I liked it. I'd, okay. The guy in the warehouse was surly. <laughs> Can I have all that, mate? And, 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 um, and a master coming in. Fine, I just can't get it. Fine. But I was happy to be there. I wasn't there for very long, but I was happy to be there. Um, David Winter. Because there's also other things on the list. Like I said, I want, is it Paul? Not Paul Tall, but Paul Isaac. Where the Fisherman's Friends, and they sing every Friday night. Not I'm going to be there on a Friday night. Uh, that's them folk mob, you know, I quite like them. Um, and there's other places, but um, David, also Nick said, Nick at London Creative. Did he put that one on there? Yeah, he did. Um, David said, I always fancy seeing the houses from Banamori. The painted, the painted houses of Banamori. Might have seen them, not sure. Can't remember. Uh, and London Creative said, you missed the opportunity to take a shorts video if you hadn't witnessed so much. Yeah, yeah, it's my story in my life. Um, have you seen Port Marion? Well, they filmed the prison. No, but ironically enough, I read this comment, and as I was driving through Derby, and this thing came up, Port Marion. I kept looking at it going, sure, Port Marion's in Wales. I don't think it's here. Yeah, apparently, there's a pottery firm in, I think, in Derby called Port Marion or Pottery something. But no, again, Port Marion can go on the list. Cheers. I'm drink the coffee down. Uh, Carl Bradley. He says, you want to try to do a job um, at Freeport near Bootle. Bootle or Bottle, I'm not sure. But I think it's Bootle. Um... It's a nightmare trying to find the correct ship. I've had that before. When you've actually got to ports. And it's like, oh, there's a lot of container ships down here. <laughs> Not often, I'll grant you. But uh, Longfinger says, Liverpool is dead for jobs. It has been a few times I've been. Like I said, I was lucky. And even then, I was I was a bit sort of, have I done this? Because I worked it out. Um, I was up to... Where did I go to? Think, Peter. It's just above Manchester. Burnley. I think it was Burnley or something like that. Um, that was three and a half hours. But I was going at four o'clock in the morning, so I thought the odds of me getting stuck in traffic, I, once I get past the Birmingham area, I'm kind of fine, I'm cruising. That's cool. So I got that three and a half hours. Then an hour to pick the second one up. That was four and a half hours. And then an hour to get home. That was eight and a half hours. Sorry, four hours to get home. That was eight and a half hours. But because with traffic, etc., that turned into nine hours, 20. But all it, all it would have taken is one, ma one major bang or one major traffic jam. And you're like, oh, I'm in trouble here. Um, so I was lucky. Uh, the reason I'd done it is because I didn't have a distance to pick up in the morning. I was already loaded. And I knew I was coming straight back to base. So, again, it wasn't like I had to go drop it off and then get back to base, which takes time. But even then, to go that distance in one day, like I say, I've got Edinburgh on Monday, and I don't think I'll, I'll drop Edinburgh on Tuesday morning. There's a very slim chance I'm going to get home on Tuesday night. There's a much better chance that I'm going to have to go staying out again Tuesday night, get home on Wednesday. But they're paying. If the job pays it, it pays it. Uh, and finally, the consular just made me smile. Now, bear in mind, I'm just reading this. He said, you wanted to go to Liverpool. Ask the mechanic to check the exhaust fumes. I'm getting in the cab. Um, I'm guessing Tinginel was my... He said, I'm guessing fumes are getting in the cab. I wanted to go. He said, Tinginel was my bugbear. Now, I think this has got to be um, a Holy Grail reference because he says, um, I want to see King Arthur and Merlin and some moist... Oh, it's obviously it's the King Arthur thing, isn't it? Uh, and some moist and bint throwing a sabre from the lake. That's, that's no... Um, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> There's no basis for an autonomous democracy. 
something like that. I don't know. Um, uh, and then one day it happened. So he's he wants to see the seat of King Arthur, which apparently is Tintagel. I don't know. What was Avalon? Was that where he was buried? Um, so I got a delivery right next to it. I was expecting to see hills steeped in history uh, and medieval field patterns, ravines waiting to suck uh, the initiative and drama out of a stormy seas. I was expecting to see some kind of subnatural light of mist. Thre- oh, I love this. You should be writing, mate. Um, threading the, the clouds and rolling past um, just the call of a raven to distill the chill and silence of the place. I wasn't expecting a sodden place to be flat and full of holiday homes and a castle to be at the top of a bit of a crease in the ground. Very anticlimactic, <laughs> but beautifully written, may I say. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I had a bit like that. We went to Sorrento um, and we were sold it as an army. We thought it was going to be, you know, like Italian, beautiful people in Armani suits, girls in, in sort of young girls, brown, thin girls in sort of summer dresses on the back of Vespers, sitting in squares, drinking cappuccinos, that kind of thing. What I actually got was a fat bloke on the back of a, of a flatbed Nissan cab star in a stained, dirty vest selling melons. Once again, bit of an anticlimax. Would I go back? No! <laughs> Been there once. And then have you said, when was in Naples was rubbish? And I really like Naples. Yeah. Uh, miscellaneous. Um, AA, do the Argos vans have reversing cameras or sensors? They probably do. They tend to run very new vans. I don't know because when I was doing the Argos, we were doing it in our own vans. And my van didn't have reversing camera or sensors. I have had them in the past, but that one didn't. Uh, Domain name guy, he says, if you don't work weekends, you don't have to think about the weekly rest. Uh, Taco rigs, that's much easier Monday to Friday, Saturday and Sunday is for play. That is exactly how I do it. I've simplified my life. I run Monday to Friday, that's it. It just so happened that one day a job pinged up that I was passing, that was last Saturday, that, um, that I was passing that only had to be dropped in Oxford in the morning and I thought, I'm not that rich that I can't not get up in the morning, drive to Oxford, listen to Red Mac on Radio 6, drop off a few rolls of carpet and drive home again. And then this week was a job for one of our customers, which was going into the zone, like I say, and we thought we could get away with putting on two Luton vans to deliver in the morning. And then it turned out that the weight was too much. It was like two and a half tonne, which even on two Lutons you're pushing, but I can take two and a half tonne. And to put three Lutons going into the centre of London would have been a shocker, so I ended up doing it. It wasn't a plan, I ended up doing it, but I will not. And, of course, I had the bank holiday weekend, um, which I think Nick the Urban Trucker says, I think you're going to be all right because you've had your, your um, you've had like you've had your 45 hours rest over the bank holiday. I'll check my card later when I do the cards. Um, so I'm going to be okay, I think. But no, normally I just don't run weekends. I, I just Monday to Friday. I'm, weekends is for videos and for taco cards and for all that kind of stuff. And then Sunday is for cutting the grass and Sunday afternoon is for drinking beer and falling asleep in the sunshine if we ever got any. Um, Steve Manning says. Hi, Pete. Great content. Thanks, Steve. Um, start out the exchange next week. He said um, he's, he's, yeah, he's, put, um, hold, he's going to go for the whole hold, hold nose and jump. It's the only way to do it, mate. Thanks for help. No problem. Um, it's a by the way. A drop side looks like a tipper, but instead of tipping the sides of the load area down, the sides, um, so you load on off the bed and then you pop them back up before you set off. So, yeah, so it's basically like a flatbed. But with the, um, you see on the, on the side, Jack Farrell also says, thanks. It's said a drop size is a long wheelbase Luton size van, but the open back so loads would need to be sheeted. I will do one. 
um, on maybe because there's another question further on about fridge fans and like on specialist fans on the CX on how much work there is from because there is work, but it's rare. So I'm gonna have to come back to that one. Uh, Nick, who's a new guy who seems to be coming quite a bit on the channel. Hello, Nick. Thanks, channel. Um, um, if doing jobs on the CX in a small van at say 65p per mile, what would for an, what would you charge the end user for customer jobs? That wasn't very clear, was it? Um, I would say as much as you possibly can. Now, Dave, guitar player Dave, my mate, he says, um, nice guy I've ever met, Dave. He said, when I was with the courier firm, I would charge, they would charge the customer the price. I would get 55% or 45% was theirs. When the shipper gets a job, he must be getting a cut. Therefore, if you're going direct to the shipper, you should get a cut also. There's plenty of those who work for nothing. Here's one of his phrases. The truth of the matter is you charge the end use whatever you can. If you're lucky, you'll get double money. So if you're um, if you if you're going to move the jobs on at 65, 70 p a mile, you could be charging them one forty, one fifty a mile. If you're lucky, some people might be charging two pound a mile. I know Stobbards in trucks. I heard, I don't know, that they were charging a pound a mile, but they were charging a pound a mile from where the truck is based to where to the collection point to the drop off point. And then back to base. So if you work that one out, it's going to be my type two two fifty a mile, which is still relatively cheap. Um, but yeah, I would say if you can get double bubble, if not, because the problem is if you charge them too much money, then they get a quote from someone else. You might lose your customer. If you charge them too little money, you're just giving money away. So it's trying to find the happy medium in between. And like I say, I wish I could give you a graph, but I can't. But normally I would say between a third and a half is probably about right. Oh, sorry, between a half a half of what you charge. Well, half of what um, you move the job on for and 100% of what you move the job on for. So say, for example, the job is worth 100 quid, you would want to charge your end user between 150 and 200 quid, I think. Um, Nack. Good pick again. Again, thanks again for your comments. These are great comments, by the way, Nick. Um, is there anyone out there on the CX running in an electric van? And also Nick at London Creative said... Um, are there any women drivers out there on the CX? And do they get the same kind of money? Uh, electric vans are more like an Amazon thing. They just don't do the distance. And on the CX, they just, it just, you kind of need to be able to do the distance. Um, and also, they could be really, really expensive. So I don't think we're going to get many takers on that. But if we are, please let me know. And as for women drivers, yeah, there are women drivers on the CX. If you are a woman driver and you're on the CX, um, yeah, any comments? Um, and um, feedback would be uh, useful. I'd like to be able to pass it on. All right. Um, Kashir Katak says, I agree with the others on here. Having to post PODs where everything nowadays is digitalized is just silly. Yes, it is, but it is the way it is. So we have to do it. One of the firms near us, I mean, the way I work it, I'll, I'll, when I finish doing what I do is I do this video, I'll start uploading it, and I've got to go up the um, yard, and I've got to pick the PODs out of all the lorries and read the cards out of all the lorries. Then I post the PODs. Then I come back and check the cards to make sure that everybody's been playing the game, which they always have been. Um, and then I have to edit the videos, and that's kind of that's how Saturday goes. But because so, say for example, one of the jobs I did on Monday, that POD doesn't even get posted into the office until Friday, till till Saturday. So it doesn't hit the office until Monday morning, which means it might not get to the ship until Tuesday, Wednesday of the following week. So that's like ten days. Which, is, in my mind, is acceptable. But I have had shippers on the phone before going, you've done a job for me, Monday, where's the POD? My, my customer needs it. And I'm like, oh, give us a chance, mate. <laughs> you know? 
But yeah, so much as we might not like the fact that paper PODs exist, they are still very important to many people. So, and bear in mind that if you don't get them across, there's a good chance that you're a better than average chance that you won't get paid. So much as we live in the 21st century, until the 21st century catches up with everybody else, we're just going to have to walk at the speed of the slowest man. That's the way society works. If you ever see there's a thing, Jim Jeffries on gun control, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's absolutely brilliant. He's an Australian comedian. So if you get the chance, and he says that he makes that point in the um, in in the, in the whole sketch, he says you have to walk at the point of the slowest in society. That's just the way it goes. Um, Godzilla's. Oh yeah, because he said about insurance. I don't think that's dear. Um, he said he's right. Now this is Godzilla's. Is, and if anyone can help him, please do. Uh, fifth yard, super clean license, no claims, medical. No points. Live in a village near Birmingham. Trucks in a Hamlin not far away in a secure compound. Still getting quotes for four grand. Um, the seven and a half ton is cheaper, but not much. He says, I think the thing that's doing you is it's the lack of no claims business insurance. We've got like nine years. Al had it on his van before and managed to transfer it. And I think that might be why we're getting quotes. I mean, we have to reinsure the trucks this week. We're talking about 14, 1500 quid, but we've got nine years no claims bonus. And hopefully soon we're going to be able to turn that in the fleet. And I'll be able to drive an 18 ton. Be a big boy lorry driver. Hmm. Um, still hunting around. Sadly, it takes uh, it takes nearly an hour to get a quote through. Uh, do BCD, uh, and it says you want to split the fifty quid. Mate, I tell you what, if you can you can keep you can keep the fifty quid. I will send you a check. <laughs> if they pay me, I will send you a check. Because by the sounds of things, uh, you need it more than I do, and it's the least I can do. So, um, but yeah. Uh, good luck, mate. I think it's uh, all I can think of because everything is super duper there. Having said that, if it's four grand, what's that going to work out to? 300 quid a month, that's about 75 quid a week. It's an on cost, but you should get that back at half your first job. So I still think it's worth it. Um, Mackenzie MI5 Couriers, he's um, still doing the thing out there. He, he think a loot and van with a curtain side is great. The, the tail lift, does it lower your capacity? Again, the question of ratio, to tail lift or not to tail lift? Be it nobler in the art mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or something like that. We've done King Arthur and Shakespeare today. This is kind of like GCSE English. Um, I, would, I, I think I'm overdue a video on what is more important, curtain or a tail lift. But to be honest with you, it's flip a coin. <laughs> What's more important, curtain or tail lift? Yeah, both. Uh, but we'll cover that one. Kenneth, I hope you're doing well, mate. Uh, Raj, 1975. How much should you charge weight in return? I would say when I calculate weight in return, I will go big money, proper money out there, half money back. So if I can go out at 250 and I can pick a job up coming back, yeah. In distance, because you, you've got no, you, like I say, you know, you, you know exactly where you're going back to, so you, you're not going to waste time trying to find the place, and um, you're not going to waste a load of time getting loaded because you're there on site. So it's not like you have to drive an hour to pick the same one up. So I would normally quote and wait a return. If I was quoting, say, 120 in the van going, going up there, I'd maybe quote for 70p coming back. In a lorry, again, I'd I try to, I, I wouldn't, like, don't get me wrong. If I'm going to charge them silly money coming back, I want the proper money going up. So it's normally about that. Maybe we'll uh, do another one on that for you, mate, if I haven't done one before. Um, Urban Trucker. Hey, Nick, how are you doing? He says, I pick, don't think you need to worry about your wiggy rest. Yeah, we covered that because of the bank holiday. Yeah, I think I should be okay. I'll have a look at the card later. 
Um, Yorkshireman's Daily Grind. It's true about the tacos. I did one, and Nick put me straight on that because I did one, and it was up briefly about moving the, the, the lorry on, on brake. And he said, mate, you cannot move your lorry on brake. The letter of the law says, even if you clean your mirrors, you can't. And I don't want to mislead anybody. I know that the taco does it. And also, for some bizarre reason, I swear the guy on my CPC told me, not that I do, but the guy on my CPC told me that you had that one-minute rule. So that's why I did the video, but I'm putting that one to bed because I don't want to put anything out on this channel that's going to cause anyone to come unstuck. I mean, I'm, I'm clueless anyway. And you really shouldn't take my advice because it is wrong, or if not largely inaccurate. Um, but... I am putting anything out that's going to get anybody into trouble. So, Nick, thanks for the heads up on that one. Uh, but Yorkshire's dad grows. It's true about tacos, what they used to say they were stealing driving time. Right, we're going to do a little spotlight now. But later on in the video, spotlight on a new guy, uh, Caroline9176. That's a droid's name. Um, <coughs> he says, right, a few things. He says, get a truck atlas. GP7's okay, but not infallible. This is true. The only problem is with a lot of jobs on the CX is... Um, you get them on the hurry up. It's not like you get them the night before and you have time to sit and plan and look on Google Earth and see where it is. It's like the jobs come through. And for me, particularly in the puddle jumper, 98% of the time, ways works faultlessly. Sometimes you go, whoa, that bridge is too low. Or like, whoa, where'd that height restriction come from? Or that width restriction? But particularly now I'm not going into London, which was a big problem because width restrictions and bridges everywhere is kind of scary. Um, it's not an issue for me. But you're, you're right. If you're going to be running properly and if you're going to be able to plan your jobs, the, the truck atlas is the way forward. Um, he, says, he says, this is the way he works with the tramping. He says, I follow the pilot's rule. Eight hours between bottle and throttle. If there's a knock on the door where your curtains are closed, normally it's a lady of the night. I've not had that. To be honest with you, if I did, I think I would be terrified. I think I'd probably be more scared than if there were three guys standing there holding baseball bats. <laughs> I'm like, oh, how do you politely say no, thank you? Um, I don't even know how it works. It worked for a little while, and then it stopped. Um, VAT. They don't register you. Oh, yes, this, we're still on Cameron uh, 9176. They won't register you unless... You have been trading previously. I I have a VAT registered limited business. I had to fight them to get a number. He said, "Don't get your calculations wrong. Double checking before you submit. Um, the whole the whole business the whole model is never to make a profit. You pay tax on profit. Build and train your company to prevent it. So what he's saying is, rather than making profit, if you've made any money." Use that money to reinvest in the company. And then maybe, presumably, one day when the company gets big and strong enough, you can sell it. Or you can just carry on making more and more money. Hmm. That's things like Alan, the accountants deal with. I just drive a truck. Um, he says, I find the charges for the CX a bit steep. Yep, so do I. I suppose you you make your money back. But if the work is turning off, what is to attract others to join? It could potentially go to such a flooding marketplace that people will skip over for cheaper free job finder and the CX will start to collapse. It could. It hasn't yet. I've, I've wondered why no one has bought out competition for the CX, and they haven't. Um, I mean, there's a few out there, but they're all a bit Mickey Mouse. And the other thing is, the more vans that join the CX, the more... It seems to be the more jobs kind of come to meet the vans. It's a bit like, well, we've got this platform, we need stuff moving, I'll get the CX, that's the way you get stuff moved. It could go your way, or it could get bigger and bigger. And if it gets bigger and bigger, it'll probably get more and more more and more expensive. But the costs are going up as well. I know a few people I spoke to recently, particularly with the driver shortage, with the lorry driver shortage, jobs are just getting dearer. It's like, well, if you want it, move, mate. 
You know, before we could just go, oh, well, we put it on the overnight. But it's just like, you know, they're talking about it on the news all the time now, these um, gaps in supermarkets and McDonald's is running out of Coke and Nando's is running out of chicken. And it's like, well, if you want it moved, mate, we can move it for you, but it's going to cost you. It could go that way. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Daniel Karuku says, how do I remove an engine morning light? There are two ways to remove an engine morning light. You either Google it or YouTube it to see if it's not a scary engine morning light, in which case you can sometimes do it by turning the keys and or doing the clicky thing. But the best way to remove an engine morning light is to go to a mechanic and go, can you please plug your computer in here and find out what is wrong with my engine? And then he will go, there's nothing wrong with your engine, it's probably just a sensor, or don't drive this, it will blow up. So the best way to do it is to go to a mechanic. I hope try and find yourself a local mechanic who isn't going to charge you an arm and leg who's got his own little computer. Um, Graham North. Again, by the way, uh, uh, Daniel, that is my advice, and it's probably wrong. Bear that in mind. Uh, Graham North. What you can earn is next to your location. Uh, living in Skegness means 60 dead miles most days to the A1 or the M180. Yes, when we were doing the van thing, we did have a guy who wanted to start in Skegness, and we said that you can do it. I said, but bear in mind, you're going to get up at half five in the morning. You're going to drive to about half six, seven o'clock towards the Peterborough, Northampton, Kettering, Corby area. Looking all the time, we'll look for you all the time, or looking all the time, uh, because you, if you sit in Skegness, you ain't it. Once in all the time he's running a job coming out of Skegness. You ain't going to get a job out of Skegness. Half of it is next to the sea. You don't get jobs out of the sea. If you go to pick them up, your van gets very wet. Um, but he didn't. You know, we look in at like 9 o'clock in the morning, and he's still home, and then he said, well, this doesn't work. I said, well, no, it doesn't work. Well, yeah, if you can. I've done one on areas. Uh, well, you can still run on the CX if you live in very quiet areas, but be prepared to do distance to pick up and also really be prepared to tramp. Not every night, but one or two nights maybe, because it's just going to massively increase your chances of actually owning some decent dough. Um, Joe Render says, Hi Pete, how do you think the big shippers are getting their customers? Um, I, I have that. Owen says, Good luck with your own license. I had done one before on end users. The truth of the matter is, big shippers will pay people. They will pay people to be on the telephone. They will pay Google ads. They will pay, um, you know, they will do leafleting, that kind of stuff. They will pay people to go around and get customers for them, which is what you... And then if you can't afford to pay people, then you have to do it yourself. Um, Daniel H. Uh, he said, like your video, thank you very much. Um, uh, so I have a question. Is there any work from the CX for a fridge van? Like I said, Daniel, I'm going to try and do one on specialist vans. There is work for fridge vans. I used to know a guy who was on fridges, but I think I upset him. I'm so sorry about that. It still bugs me. Um, but um, there is work for fridge vans. Like There is work for drop sides. Like there is work for Moffitts. Like there is work for, um, oh, you know, whatever, um, high abs. There is work... But it's not a lot of work. Most work tends to be just for normal bands. Uh, JRS UK, he says, when you're talking about loading things, are you talking about Euro pallets or UK pallets? When I talk about pallet spaces, I talk about standards. So you're talking about um, 120 centimetres by one metre. Um, Euros, I think, are about 120 by 80. But yeah, when you're talking about a long wheelbase van, I'm talking about three pallet distance. You should theoretically have 120 across, so about three metres. That's, that would be a bed for a long wheelbase. And finally, in conclusion, uh, JRS UK says Steve is very wooden in front of the camera. There's Steve. Yes, he is very wooden. <laughs>
He's very tall as well. He's as tall as me. Six foot one. Anyhow, that's it. Cool. Gonna upload it. Gotta do my cards now. Like I say, anybody knows a decent places to stop around. Livingstone on the way up to Livingstone. Hopefully, you know, obviously I might not get all the way there because I might run out of time. Um, please let me know in the comments. I'm not going to be up there until Monday evening anyway. And in the meantime, enjoy your weekend. Take care and take money. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big